Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Quizical. My name is Karen Whitley. This is the podcast with all the questions and really none of the answers. My guest today, host of Do Go On, comedian, you've heard her on Triple J, it's hello to Jess Perkins. Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for joining us. How's things? How's life in 2020 going 2020 for you? is everything that I had hoped it was going to be. Mm. It's crazy. Every goal. Did you go to the Kevin 07 conference, the 2020 conference, yes. where they were like, it's going to be amazing in the future? Oh, every year I set myself uh, goals for the, for the next year. I go, okay, so this is what I want to achieve. And yep. so far, Global pandemic, I'm ticking them all. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a little more me time yeah, great. and I'm nailing it. A lot of people have turned to puzzles and this sort of thing. We turn to quizzes on this show. <laughs> How are you at quizzing? Is this a pastime of yours, quizzes on a Saturday morning or... I'm horrendous at actually. Great. Well, we wouldn't want to change the standard from previous weeks. So. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. I did listen. I've listened to a few and, and um, if I didn't know, if I hadn't heard the show before, I probably would have been very nervous. Um, <laughs> but the podcast that I do is is all sort of, I get, we kind of call ourselves trivia. Like we tell stories of things that have happened through history. Yeah. I've, I retain none of it. <laughs> We, and we did a bonus episode last night. We recorded it, which was a quiz. Yeah. And luckily, um, one of the guys that I host with, Dave, he knows that we're idiots. So mm. he did an, an entire quiz that was 50-50. You just had to choose one option. Yeah. Um, and even then, I was not confident on any of it. Yeah, well, even that structure of a question has proved difficult for some brains <laughs> trust in the past. So um, would you like to meet uh, your assistants yes, today? Yes, please. Coming in from uh, New England, the northern part of New South Wales, um, the president of the Friends of New England Club, it's hello to Jeff O'Connell. And hello to you, Kyron. Thanks for having me on. Oh, I'm stoked to do a bit of quizzing today, let me tell you that. Jess, great to meet you. How's the weather in New England? today carlo sorry 
<laughs> hang on, hang on. Let me. I don't know who Carlo is. How's the weather today in New England, Jeff? Oh, it's another day in heaven, Kyron. <laughs> mm. Yeah, no, it's about minus six actually. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, it's beautiful, beautiful. Uh, looks like there'll be a bit of sunshine this afternoon, and uh, with any luck, we might have a shower or two over the weekend. That's at least what the RFS reports come in with this morning. But uh, you know. You can take that with a bag of salt. If the bomb's wrong, <laughs> well, they don't have to. They don't have to report to anyone, do they? Well, you're the president of the Friends. There, what? Why do the Friends meet of New England? What's the What's the purpose of the club? Well, we're a society. Uh, it was founded in uh, 1959 during the uh, movement for New England New State movement, the New North Wales movement. And you know, we lost that referendum, but a lot of people they just kept up the uh, they kept up the good vibes, uh, if you will just a great community to get together and celebrate some of the some of the great things in history culture and the the beauty of this this yep. great national treasure and just hate on sydney oh yeah yeah you know what i like to say new south wales stands for newcastle sydney and wollongong and about everything else we're all eating the dirt well do you so do you still want to create a new state up there? every day yes We've actually been, we we locked down the borders in November, and uh, the militia have have had their work cut out for them certainly. But it's definitely a vision of mine to see a free and an independent New England, and then and I'll I'll campaign for that till uh, till my dying day. Whether that's in bed, uh, content, surrounded by my family, or holding a rifle and charging down the the Waterloo Rangers against the uh, New South Wales militia. Who knows, Garen, but uh, I look forward to it whichever way it goes. All right, well, looking forward to seeing you. You might actually know our, our next guest for the Brains Trust because she's the vice president of the Country Women's Association. I'm sure she's passed through New England if she's not from there. It's a big hello to Nance. Who's this? Uh, this is Kyron from Wax Quizzical. Is this, sorry, is Nance there? Uh, no, sorry, this is Terry. Um, oh. So I'm just in the middle of a solitaire game on the computer. You might, are, you're looking for Nance, are you? Yeah, is she there? Oh, yeah, sorry, hold on one. Kyron, right. was it? Yes. Nance, there's someone on the Zooms for you. Oh, all right, I'm coming. Hello, Kyron, sorry about that. Oh, that's okay. A bit now. of a mix-up there. That was my husband, Terry. Oh, Yes, it was a completely different person. It was Terry. <laughs> Afternoon is solitaire time for Terry, and we like to give him that time just to be by himself. Yeah. I was just in the kitchen, as I am as the vice president of the Country Women's Association. What are you whipping up so, today? Some cream? Some scones. I like to have a dry scone. I think the cream is for the city folk. Oh, right. If you can make a scone great, you can make it dry, and it'll taste just as good. Mm, sort of a separatist movement from the cities as well there. That's correct. Yes. Hello, everyone. Thank you for, for having me. So it's a real pleasure and a real a real delight. Yeah, this is this is Jess. Hi, Nance. How are Hello, you? Hello, Jess. Hello, darling. How are you? Yeah, really well, thank you. I'm, I'm fascinated by dry scones. Mm. No, no jam or or anything. Just no, just no jam. Yeah, right. I do make a lovely jam, but mm. no, you've got to have the scones dry. That's the way to do it. Yeah. I'm happy to send you some in the post. I can just wrap that up in some baking paper and pop it in the post for you. Nance, mm. I would absolutely love that. Could take up to two weeks at the moment. And Nance, um, I'm not sure you might have. Have you met 
Jeff, he's the president of the Friends of New England. Yes, I have heard of Jeff. Hello, Jeff. How are you going? Is that Nance Hartigan? It is, yes, darling. Nance, I wondered when they said Nance in the CWA, I didn't quite make that connection, you know, because there's also Nancy O'Sullivan. Yes, but Nancy O'Sullivan is the chapter president, not the vice president, honey. Is that right? No, I kind of get those mixed up. <laughs> oh, God. oh, we're no? just going to have a great time. And you never know, Terry's, a, he's, you know, he's not the sharpest bulb in the tanning bed, but he can help out around the the house, so I'm, I'm happy to call on him as well. How are you feeling, Jess? It does sound like we're going to have rural Australian uh, quiz questions covered. Yeah, it's the conversation equivalent of a warm hug. <laughs> I do get that a lot. Yes. <laughs> I bet you do, Nance. I bet you do. All right, well, let's dive into a quiz. Question number one, which song recorded by Bette Midler won Song of the Year at the 33rd Grammy Awards in 1991. Nance, were you watching the Grammys in 1991? 1991. I was up to my pits in baking flour and just getting getting right into it. That was the year of the, the biggest bake-off. We were actually trying to make Australia's largest pavlova. Mm. Look, I am a Bette Midler fan, though. I do like a bit of Bette. Mm. <laughs> She's, uh, you know, she can, she can sometimes... Sometimes I do put music on when I'm when I'm really getting in the zone in the kitchen. Um, um, I have to rack my brain about a song though. That's uh, tricky. There, she's got a few good ones, doesn't she? Yeah. Any favourites? Um, let me think. <laughs> Comes to mind. Um, I'll have to Terry Bet Midler. So let me just chat to Terry about it. Sorry, Jeff, you go. 91 was actually the year that they sh- the New South Wales Railways shut down the branch line and the Great Northern Rail on from Armidale up to the border. Mm. And that actually was a huge, that was that was a big blow to the community, certainly losing that train line. They We'd lost the mail train in 88, actually. November 88, they shut down the branch line and all the infrastructure's still there. And Jess, if you do get a chance to get up to New England, I definitely recommend getting out there and, and just checking out some of the sites there along the rail line. Mm. And no, so 91, yeah, it was a good year. And I have in my mind a, a song of Bette Midler's that was going on at the time. And uh, I don't know, it's, it's, I feel like it has something to do with wings mm. or being lifted up or something like that. It's, that's, oh, that's the, the, the wind... The wind beneath my, you is are that, the yeah. wind beneath my wings. Well, that's I am also man. the local karaoke champion there. <laughs> that's a bit of a taste for you. Champion? I didn't realise it was a competition. Yes, oh, it's, it's all comps in the CWA, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You should see my home, Kyron. Every surface has a bloody trophy on it. <laughs> I'd like to see that, Ned. Where are you based? I'm in, I'm in um, Gas. In Yes. Gas, the sister suburb to Yas. But it's oh, just right. Gas. Yes. That's very nice. That's cute that they've done that. I don't know if that's a help to you, Jess. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is because I think there was a bit of teamwork there between you both, which I appreciate. And I loved getting a, getting a little glimpse at those golden pipes, Nance. Just, Am yeah. I allowed to sing that song? Or is there some sort of copyright to that? Uh, no, that's fine. I don't think it will be recognisable by the... Um... <laughs> By the people who check that sort of thing, so we should get away with that. Does any of that help you, Jess, as, as yeah. to which song you'd like to lock in? I mean, I was thinking Wind Beneath My Wings because it was the first one I thought of, mm-hmm. so I'm going to lock that in. All right, Wind Beneath My Wings. Question number two, in which joint do the humerus, ulna and radius meet? Jeff, did you study biology? I can't say that I did, Karen. Um 
No, but I did. I tell you what, humorous, ulna, and radius. Yeah, eh? I mean, when they when they say joint, I assume they mean some a sort bar, of bar. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which Let's cool see. bar? Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, actually, speaking of good bars, yeah. In the old railway station at Glen Innes, when it shut down in '91, they actually they kept the railway refreshment rooms going, and it ran through until 2014. And I tell you, if you ever have a craving for those kind of small town pubs, there was nothing better. Yeah. You'd go in there, it'd be six of you drinking and. God, they poured a good two years old. I don't know if I can say that, if that's a plug or anything, but God, it was a good spot. It does sound and like a lot of things have closed down in New England. Oh, yes. Years of neglect from various state and federal governments has certainly affected us negatively. Yes, absolutely. The golden age is behind us, but it can come again. And, you know, speaking of, of that pub, it actually, if I could just throw it out there biology-wise, mm. when you think about... Tilting the old glass of the, of the amber fluid, if you will, uh, y- y- that's a kind of humorous exercise. I think maybe it could be the, the elbow or the, or the wrist perhaps. You, you, know why, you know why I think it's the, the elbow? Because that's your funny bone. <laughs> oh, yeah. humorous. Awesome. That's, that's it. That's funny, Nance. <laughs> Thank you, darling. <laughs> but yes, you know, maybe that is why they call it your funny bone. Mm. Give that a bit of a tap because uh, it's the humorous. I imagine that you've helped out down at the local school from time to time, Nance, with um, maybe the, the grade five biology, the, you know, the human body. Oh, well, don't get into the human body too much, darling. Just leave that to. Jesus. Yep. <laughs> Let's leave um, that to Jesus, yes. Yeah. That's my slogan with uh with yep. biology. Leave it um, to Jesus. Leave it to Jesus. Not what um, would Jesus do? You've got you've got your own there. That's right. And I've actually got a lovely cross stitch as well of that. If you need it for the back of your toilet door, leave it to Jesus. Well, they're your two <laughs> options there. It seems like elbow because uh, you lift it in a pub or leave it to Jesus, Jess, if either of those answers oh, take your fancy. Obviously, leave it to Jesus is just good advice. But I was one of the very few things that I've retained from high school is the skeletal system. Um, you mean your own? You've retained your own skeletal system yeah, from high school? I've, just got the, I've got the same one, would you believe? That's rare. Oh, I wish I was the same as you, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> both knees. Oh, you've done both your knees. Oh, it's no good, is it? What about you, Nance? Have you done a done a hip or? Oh, my goodness, Kyron. I, you know, I have stood by that leave it to Jesus business, so I haven't had any sort of medical intervention. But I, my goodness, you just watch me trying to, trying to get down a set of stairs and it's like a bag of cats set on fire <laughs> just bing bing banging over, over the place and uh you know it, you, you, i do my best but most of the time i'm just falling places mm. especially downstairs yes. um yeah. yeah that's right yeah, but i do i do support the the elbow the the funny bone but look, if you know about the skeletal system, well done, Jess Love. That's great. Yeah, I paid attention in school um, in that part. Uh, so I, I would say elbow as well, because those are all the bones between your elbow and your wrist. But I'm just, I'm looking at my wrist and I don't know, that feels like it's just a lot of blank air in there. So I'm going to yeah. say elbow. Okay. Question number three, Edward Stratemeyer created which fictional teenage detective in 19... 19- 30. You paid attention to biology class. Did you pay attention in English, Jess? Yeah. Yeah. Is the sh- short answer yes. Absolutely, I did. Did Edward Stratemeyer come up? No, no. It's, I don't know the name. No. Can't think of a teenage detective. Nance. 
Perhaps this from from nineteen thirty may have may have cropped I up in your childhood. As far as teenage detectives go, I would see no place for a teenager doing any sort of detective work that seems inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just see Terry, teenage detective. Do you want to bring him on? Okay, Terry, come here. Yeah, just quickly. Hello, everyone. Hello, Kyron. Good Hi. to see you again. Hi, Terry. Thanks um, for coming back on. Look, teenage detective, I would say, uh, you know, I'm thinking of characters like Pippi Longstocking, Zena Green Gables, there's some great young people in literature there. Neither of them, I think, were detectives as such, but they're great characters, aren't yep, they? Okay, so not detectives. Veronica Mars, but I think that's a bit too modern, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good knowledge, though. To know Veronica well, Mars. Yes, I do know my my popular culture, Kyron. <laughs> you got Netflix and Stan and all that? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. We have our movie nights, myself and Nance. We get together and yeah. I. she doesn't understand any of the, the technical side of things, but that's why I'm I'm here. She does the baking and I, I turn on Netflix. So <laughs> that sounds... Seems pretty... Pretty fair, uh, even yeah. distribution there of, of workload. <laughs> do you have a partner, Jess? I do, yes. He also turns on the Netflix and I'm very and, grateful for him. And have you ever baked a dry scone? Not a dry one, no. No. You know, a scone is like a good relationship. Yeah. Dry? Keep it plain, plain and dry. And plain if and dry. you try and add anything else on top, it gets a bit messy, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Fingers yeah. get a little bit sticky. Don't want any of those wet ass scones. Yeah. No, that's right. Yeah, um, that's a reference to uh, WAP, but you'd know that because you're up to date with. Oh, um, yes, you're referencing the Pussy Song. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. right, Terry, yeah. Yes, that's yeah. right. Um, oh, yeah. I'm getting looks from Nance. She's up Sorry, I didn't, what, did, what did we interrupt? Did, what were you... I know of photography. I'm very into photography. That's right. my passion. Got to Modern keep the passion alive, and, Jess. And photography. Yes, yeah, that's right. And solitaire. Correct. But um, only online. I don't like playing it with the real cards because when you get when you win in the solitaire on the computer, you get lots of cards and they fan out and a little trumpet plays. And I live for those days. You know, I really do. It's a highlight of my week. That little trumpet, yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yes, yeah. I'm sure you'd all understand there. Uh, we're on teenage detectives, aren't we? I've got, oh, gone yeah. off track and started I talking so, about yeah. WAPs. Um, and I'm coming up blank on that one. Sorry, everyone. That's all right. Jeff Jeff might know uh, a little bit more. Did you did you read detective novels? I'll tell you, Karen, I didn't, though. I did read a, a good lot of Darcy Narland, who is one of New England's – he's actually one, New England's only Penguin classic uh, author. Uh, wrote mm. the Shirley. I used to amuse myself with his books and also his uh, late wife uh, Ruth Park. I don't know if you've read The Harp in the South, but it's one of the it's one of the it really captures in time uh, the experience of the Irish in uh, Sydney suburbia in the 1950s and 60s. It, it mm. really takes you back there. And I'll occasionally that's I'll a, pick that's that a up. rare piece of knowledge that you've got not about New England. Well, I, I know Ruth Park through her marriage to Darcy Narland, who came originally from Glen Innes in New England. I see. So, um, Sorry, my, there's my, a connection there. I try and keep my knowledge fairly blinkered in, in that yeah. way, uh, if I can. Now, as to the question, Karen, I, I, I have to say I don't know too much about uh, detectives uh, of a teenage variety or an adult, I would say, but I think Pippi Longstockings is a good one. 
you know, it's actually it reminds me of a story back in the 60s. A little boy who was seven years old, he disappeared in the hinterland near Kyra there. And um, I was just a teenager at the time, and, and, and me and a couple of, uh, well, you know, a good few, few of us from the town, actually, about nearly 50 of us rode out from Glen, and we headed up into the hinterland there of Gyra, and it was one of the biggest searches by foot, air, and horse uh, that the New England's ever seen. And we found him, you know, we did find him on day mm. three. We found that little boy, and they made a song about it. It's called Little Boy Lost. And uh, you can catch it. I think it's in the public domain, actually. Oh, great. And uh, so you can was use that if you like, Kyron. Oh, yes, he was alive. Yes. Oh, yes. Oof. Yes. Not after we found him, though. We skinned him up pretty good. <laughs> no, that's just, a, that's just a little joke there for you, guys. <laughs> there you go, Jess. We've got a Pippi Longstocking seems to be the lead, although we also have that story about the dead boy um, or... Mm. Uh, you could go your own way. Um, uh, well, I mean, obviously it's tempting to go for little boy that mm. Jeff skinned, um, yeah. but I think... <laughs> I, just a joke there, Just, a joke, no. just a joke. No <laughs> boys joke. were harmed no, that time. No. Um, I will say Pippi Longstockings because right, I've got nothing else. Another school question here for you. Uh, the acronym STEM is used to group which academic disciplines? STEM, S-T-E-M. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I imagine actually that um, uh, biology probably comes under this. Yeah, I ha- I know roughly what mm. it is. Can I think of what each letter is? Probably not. And I think it's fairly clear from my poor choice of career that I um, did not do many of the sciences. The mentioned letters. <laughs> I did psychology, which was technically a science, and I very proudly told everyone that. I am yeah. doing a science actually, Dad along with drama and photography okay dad <laughs> well i guess uh i don't know is i don't know if terry or nance is here at the moment oh, it's a, it's a, it's nance darling oh nance i guess that baking is its own science isn't it? it's a very exact science oh absolutely it takes it takes a lot of scientific methods it's quite technical uh, you know, and there's some engineering and mathematics in there as well. Oh, yeah, Nance. I mean, every year I like to go to the Glenninus Agricultural Show on the second weekend of February. <laughs> and some of the cakes that you get there, I mean, the stuff that people come up with. You're welcome to come and taste my cakes anytime you like, Jeff. And that's not a metaphor. Well, that's very kind. That's very kind of you. Next time I'm down in gas, I'll, have, I'll look you up, Nance. Oh, please do. I've got the same landline if you want to give it a call. All right, yeah, no, no, that'd be great, Nance. I don't, I don't get down that way too often, but maybe it's time I change that, you know. Why would you ever want to leave New England? Well, that's what I say, and I pitched it as a to put it on some of the tourism boards in the area, but people said it was a little too parochial, and I mm. say to them, you know, when do you get too parochial? You know, I mean, that's the very definition of the word, you think? <laughs> but you know. Um, you know, I was certainly voted down on that, and the ministers stopped taking my calls. But um, <laughs> there'll be a change of government soon, and I'll be back in. I mean, yeah. that's the great thing about New England is that you don't have to leave. It's got everything. Like you, all the things you need to make a scone, you've got in New England. Well, that's it. That's it. You know. Um, you know. Is, from there, the... is there anything that you have to import to New England, or are you, could you be entirely self-sufficient? I mean, seafood we're pretty short on, uh, mm-hmm. being yeah. two hundred miles inland. Yeah. You get a rising salinity through deforestation, certainly on the Western Plains. We could make our own salt water. Yeah. I couldn't see 
Well, that couldn't be achieved. Sorry, darling Jess, to, to keep rabbiting on about this, but I do take issue with, Kyron, your previous statement just about having all the ingredients for a scone. Mm. You know, doth not make the scone taste well. Uh, Another classic saying. That's great. Yeah, that's... I've also got that on the back of my toilet door. Yeah. Um, but it does take a lot of skill. And as the vice president, I take my scone skill very seriously. And there are secrets I will take to my deathbed mm. that I will not share with anyone. Yeah. And, uh, and and that's, an, oh, that's a blood oath that you take in the CWA. I guess to get back to that question, Jess, of what STEM stands for. Oh, yeah, what does STEM stand for? (laughs) Oh, yeah. As I've said, baking a scone, in my opinion, takes a lot of – it takes science, it Mm -hmm. takes – it takes a lot of technology mm-hmm. and there are there's engineering and there's maths in there as well. Yeah, yep. I, I that would, would be I my would take yeah. on that. Yeah, I think STEM, much like a scone, is based on those four things, yes. Science, technology, engineering, maths. Great. Let's lock that in. Question number five. A flageolet belongs to which family of musical instruments? I'm going to jump in here on this one. I um, Immediately, I just thought when I heard that word, I, I think it's a woodwind. And that's because the Conservatory of Music that used to be at the top of Armadale, it was originally slated as the council building for a possible new state parliament. It's a beautiful building. And if you go up there, one of the things that you – and it's definitely worth taking a tour if you can – they don't mm. run public tours, but if you go up, you can ask somebody to take you through it and, and they'll generally oblige, mm. uh, you know, but it's, if you go up, they have along the left-hand walls, you come in, they have a variety of various instruments from their time as a, as a conservatory of music. And, and one of the instruments there is, I think, a flagellette. Now, I could be wrong on that. I could definitely be wrong and I'd, I wouldn't hang my hat on it, but I just want to throw it out there from the get-go in case you, Jess, and you, Laura, who's Laura? Uh, you, you might that might who's be a jumping <laughs> jumping off pad. Who's Laura? Sorry, sorry, Ned. I think. Um, now, Jess, darling, you look mm. like someone who's uh, talented in the arts. Do you play any instruments? Thank you, Nance, and I am very talented in the arts. Um, uh, I don't really play anymore. As a as a child, I learnt the piano, and then when I was about seventeen, I decided that was uncool, which was a decision I've regretted ever since. <laughs> so I'm confident it's not a type of piano. I'm pretty confident on that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nance, have you got a musical background yourself? Just my singing abilities. <laughs> Wow. I like to sing to the oven. Oh, I yeah. think that's one of my secret ingredients is if you can hit a B flat while the dough is rising. Do you have to hold, a, is it a sustained B yes, flat? That's, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. And that's a B flat, is it? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. You know, now that you've said that note there, I start to look, look at the word itself, flagellette, and it, it, it does sound to me like, you know, it, it's reminiscent of words like flagellate or things of that nature, which involve a whipping motion. And I start to wonder if perhaps it could be a kind of fiddle even. How do you go with the whips? Oh, I've done a bit of whip play in my time for mm-hmm. sure, yeah. What do we mean by whip play? Oh, well, you know, just uh, just your general cracking the whip for a few laughs, um, you know, in an intimate setting with a partner in a respectful and, and uh, consensual way, you know. 
I've, I've dabbled. Mm. Uh, we Sorry, all is someone here talking about whips? I thought I'd jump in here because I do like a good whipping. That's got to be Terry. That's Terry. That is hello, yeah, darling. G'day, Terry. Yep. All right. <laughs> You've got a bloody your ears must light up, Terry. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I'm hanging around. I can I can hear Nancy's getting pretty excited. So I thought I'd pop my head in and see what was happening. You're bloody talking about whips. So I thought I'd come in and say. You you got to get the you got to get the cat of nine tails. That's the one. I haven't used a whip in agricultural practice since 1973. No, I'm not using that on animals. <laughs> in the bedroom, though, hollow the story. That's when oh, you're yeah, well, right. Hey Terry. Once once the doors are closed. <laughs> oh Jess, <laughs> I'll give you my landline. <laughs> I don't want it, Terry. You and Nance share material, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll put Nance back on. Sorry, sorry, everyone. No, that's all right. So, look, I'm going to say that it's a woodwind. Which 1984 film stars Daryl Hannah and Tom Hanks? Splash. Nance, straight Splash. in. Splash. Okay. <laughs> Happy to lock that in? Oh, I'm not, yes. not going to argue that. Nance has got oh, that as down. Soon, as soon as you said Tom Hanks, my little, whoop, uh, I, perked, I perked up. I perked up, Jess. Yeah. <laughs> are, you a, I, are you a Tom Hankophile, are you? Oh, my goodness, yes. When I watched Cast Away, uh, which is my favourite, hmm. something really stirred in me and um, and I just I just think it's a wonderful film. I watch it every Tuesday. Yep. Um, but yeah. I think the answer is, is Splash, but, I, but I'm open to, to correction if anyone has any other ideas. But okay. Sorry, I should have spoken my answer out. I didn't tell you my working out. I just went straight in for it. <laughs> I was a bit excited. No, that's <laughs> I fine. I love that kind of enthusiasm because even if by some chance, which I doubt, even if you're wrong, I, I love that feeling when something comes to you straight away and you feel really confident in your answer. So I want to reward yes. that. Mm. So oh, I'm going to say you, Splash Jess. 2. Yeah. No, it's not Splash 2. No, that, That's that, a different, was, that different. was a different film. Yeah. Didn't go so well. No, it's just sequels Splash really down. do, don't they? Yeah, the, great thing, the great thing about Castaway is, is just the screen time that Tom Hanks gets in it. Mm. That's why it's my favourite. He's, mm. sort of, he's on there for the full... I think it's 350 minutes. Mm. 352, Kyron. <laughs> what is it about Tom Hanks that um, gets you in the mood? The brows, the eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think he's certifiably one of our best eyebrow actors. Just the emotion that he can, the performance he can give. I mean, if you think about the scene with Wilson, just watch his brows. They're going mm. crazy. They're all over the place. It's a shame yeah. there's no, like, Academy... Award category for brows. I have written some letters about it. Mm. Jess, you you work in the media. You might be able to get that pushed a bit further up. Yeah, I'll pass that along for you, I think. Yeah. Oh, thank you, darling. No worries, Nance. I I pretty much exclusively do the overnight shift at Triple J. Um, So obviously I've got a lot of sway. Um, So I'll definitely... uh... In that the chair moves. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, if I get the good one, yeah, it does move. Uh, Yeah. Sometimes somebody's taken that to a different studio and I've just got a, a pretty shitty one. But um, anyway, yeah, I'll, yeah. Have a, I'll have a word for you. Jeff, are there any cinemas in New England? There's actually, New England started what's called the Volunteer Cinema Scheme in the early uh, early 1990s and it began in Glen Innes um, and the idea was that Happy to lock in Splash, Jess. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Thanks. Question number seven. Andrew Cuomo is the governor of which US state? American politics is in the news quite a lot. 
uh, I was going to say lately, but just forever. Yeah. Um, so perhaps Andrew Cuomo has come up uh, in your in your feed, Jess. Well, yeah, I definitely know the name, and now I'm drawing a complete blank, and I'm hoping. Well, I imagine Nancy Jeff. You reckon Jeff? I don't think he knows where the roads go from <laughs> from New England, but um. <laughs> Yeah, we could check in on its American <laughs> politics if you like. Jeff, do you follow the American news cycle? Oh, I can't say that I do. You've you've picked that well, Colin. Yeah. I um just judging by his name though, I reckon somewhere maybe on the west. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, all right. Just from is that from the Andrew or from the Cuomo? Uh from the mixture of the two. AQ. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. says something about the East Coast, you reckon? Something about AQ, yeah. yeah. Don't know what it is. <laughs> okay. Nance, is there, a, is there a CWA of America or is that exclusively an Australian invention? I imagine um, obviously it's very popular here, but has it spread to the States, do you know? Yeah, that's right. So the CWAA, it's actually the QA, is the Country Women's Association of Australia and there is a QU, the Country Women's Association of United States of America. It's actually oh. a Quausa, um, <laughs> that one there. And I feel Cuomo is is giving me. Um, I I feel like it's maybe connected to one of those um more hippie places. I reckon if you were to look at an area that's been a particular hot spot and there's been a lot of conflict between the governor and and the president, say, that's on maybe the west coast, then maybe that might get you to it. If you had your own country in New England, would you split it up into states? Yeah, we'd split it into 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 states, yeah. And do you think you'd have governors of each of those states? I think we'd just have the one governor. We'd follow the Commonwealth um, States Act in that respect. Yeah. Um, but for and... each of the regions, perhaps you might have a leader. And, like, say, in the far west, if you were to have a leader called Andrew Cuomo, what mm. state of New England do you think that would be called? <laughs> I don't know. I love the name Oregon. Okay. And I'm a big fan of Ursula K. Le Guin mm-hmm. and uh, her writings in science fiction, speculative fiction and fantasy. And uh, a lot of her books are set in Oregon and, and right. Portland and the various other... We've had some problems with the Portland CWA USA branch. Quosa. Um, with Yes, adding some things into their brownies that we had to have a bit of a discussion about. Um, that's really coming to mind, and I'm with Jeff on this one. I think they're yeah. um, they're they're it's an interesting part of the US over there. Yeah, well, I haven't given an answer. I just want to say I'm just hypothetically thinking <laughs> that if there were a, a Western state in New England. And I was thinking of a hypothetical name. I would probably call it Oregon based on the work of one of my great heroes, Ursula yeah. Kayla Gwynn, who I thank the public library system of New England and particularly the mobile library of Red Range for introducing me to. Well, what do you reckon, Jess? Does Oregon just sort of feel like the kind of, just based on the fact that that would be a good name for a far western <laughs> state run by someone called Andrew Cuomo in New England, does that feel like it might be the answer to question seven? Yep. Sure. Question number sure. eight. <laughs> Is a genet a type of bird, mammal, or fish? G-E-N-E-T. Genet? 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 Now, a gannet is a bird, mm. and that's G-A-N-E-T. And this is G-E-N-E-T. Hmm. Stranger things have happened. 
what do they call the people? This has come up on a on an episode previously. I can't remember what you call bird watchers. What's the nickname? Twitchers. For Twitcher. Twitchers. Yeah, that's right. Are you a Twitcher, Jeff? I don't believe in labels too much, mm. uh, but I do love watching birds. Oh. We have a couple of endemic bird species to the New England region and Greater New England region. Amongst them, uh, the uh, re- is it the Reginald Lyre bird? Now I'm blanking on the name, and that's. <laughs> Uh, it's certainly to my chagrin. <laughs> there's, there's, there's egg on my face for getting that. I uh, actually, <clears throat> I don't know what they. Call, it's not a twitch, but um, I I do like to watch fish. So I don't know what they, if there's a name for that group. But um, yeah. fish watching is be- is a Fitch, beautiful. Fitcher, Felcher, Fisher, Fisher, Fishers. That's catchy. How do you go and watch the fish? Do you get a snorkel out or? You wade out. You mm-hmm. wade out into the water. You mm-hmm. check no one's around. You hike up your dress mm-hmm. and take a deep breath, dunk your head in. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. This is just in the local dams around gas, is it? That's right, yes. Yeah. Mm. But the things that you will see with your head in that water. Let's list them. Yeah, what the will you things- see? Oh, look, you'll start with a bit of a floating Band-Aid. You'll see a couple of rocks. Take a breath, go back down. Mm. A little fish, brown, nothing too exciting. Take a breath, go back down. Might see some more fish, brown, same as before. Not very exciting. Take a breath, go back down. And so Tuesdays are for Castaway. When does this happen? (laughs) Just trying to build a calendar of of your week, Nance. Look, Kyron, you're welcome to visit me anytime you like. We can watch Castaway. We can dunk our heads in the dam, mm. and we can we can bake a dry scone. Oh, you know, squeeze it all into a Tuesday. <laughs> no, the fish watching is Wednesday, obviously. It's the Albert Lyot bird. The Albert Lyot bird. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Well, Jeff, we Sorry. have superb lyre birds in gas. And oh, they're, they they're, they're just wonderful. So I would challenge you on that one. I'm getting a bit sick of this. Everything's in New England. If you, if you buried your head into New England, would you see more than a brown fish and a Band-Aid? You'd see a beating heart of pride, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. 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 But is a gannet a type of bird, mammal or fish? Um, I feel like we've, we've mentioned... Obviously, we- Nance's love of looking at fish. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, Jeff knows of a type of liar bird. Yeah. <laughs> um, which isn't- and I don't know if that's any help to you, Jeff. It's not. I'm not sure if it is either, it's Jeff, not, but I no. do appreciate the trivia. Um, I'm going to say a fish as well, actually. Right. I'm going to say fish. Let's lock in fish. Oh, well done, darling. Question yeah. nine. Kathy Freeman won a gold medal at the Sydney Olympics wearing a full bodysuit. What colour was the suit's torso? Loved the Olympics. I've done a full report on uh, Do Go On about the opening ceremony of the Sydney Olympics. Just the opening ceremony. (laughs) It was a spectacle, Um, wasn't it, Jess? It bloody was, wasn't it? Yeah. Makes you proud to be Australian. But all that focus Mm. on the opening ceremony means you probably ignored some of the gold medalists. Um, Not Cathy Freeman, though. No. I loved her. I wrote to her. Did you really? I, watched, I remember what I really did. And I got a letter back from Kieran Perkins. And I was like, <laughs> Kieran. You are not the you're same, being Kieran. Clingy. You're being clingy, okay? <laughs> I wanted to hear back from Kathy. I did a school report on Kieran Perkins when I was at did school. Did you? Yeah, because I'm a Kieran and he's a Kieran. 
Mm. Um, it was inspirational to me to see someone in the media who had a similar name. And you can't be what you can't see. <laughs> yeah. So um, in that, I was I knew that I was able to be a Kieran <laughs> when yes. I grew up. Yes. When yep. they talk about diversity in the media, they're talking about strange K names, aren't they? Yes, yeah. they are. Yeah, yeah. obscure ob- examples of Anglo-Celtic names. I think yeah. that's um, that's what they're talking yeah. about. Certainly, in the latest mm. media diversity report that's come out, that's what they they focus on. Is that's what they're mm-hmm. chasing? Yeah, yeah, yeah variations yeah. on a K. Um, and so. obviously, as well for myself too, growing up with a, a really uncommon surname like Perkins. Um, my family was so excited when Kieran Perkins signed a deal with Pure Light Start. So we exclusively drank that milk for easily 15 years. Jeff, was the Sydney Olympics a good enough reason to get out of New England? I did think about going down to Sydney um, and I, I, I had my boots polished and um, I had a new pair of moleskins that I got down in Tamworth. Actually, no, I lie. I got it across at Moree. I went to Assef's. <laughs> well, glad we cleared that up. But uh, in the end, the television coverage was so good mm. and um, the radio coverage as well from when you were out in the paddock. And so I just I ended up, I, I wore that new new pair of moleskins to the Glenninus Agricultural Show uh, on the 2nd February of the month, um, the following year, 2001. And a lot of people commented, they said, there's some flash strides and um, I was I was pretty chuffed. So I have the Olympics to thank for that. Mm. Well, the other person oh, who nice. wore flash strides that day was Kathy Freeman. Nance, mm. do you remember that outfit? I do remember it. I actually, this is a fun bit of trivia, I actually auditioned for the part of Nikki Webster getting oh. uh, on, you know, kind of from the roof of the, of the pavilion area being kind of lowered down and singing. Um, uh, they said at, at the end of the day, they said my voice was angelic, but I was I was 50 years old at the time, so a little bit older. Right, they went a different way. But I remember watching uh, Kathy because I think she's a fantastic uh, sports person and I do feel like her suit was green and gold, potentially the torso being green or maybe silver. <laughs> do you remember it, Jess? Yeah, I remember the suit was, there was definitely green on there, like a, a beautiful, almost teal kind of green. Mm. But also there might have been patches or stripes of gold or something, but I think the majority was silver. And so to mm. take a take a punt, I would say the torso was silver. Say silver. I support you. I support you on that one, Jess. Thanks, Nance. You really triggered that for me, though. You 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 got the image back in my head, so yeah. I appreciate that. And sorry you didn't get that gig, Nance. That would have been yeah. spectacular. That sucks. Um, I do, I do have an audition tape for it, though. If you oh yeah, you could put that on now if you. you like. Yep. Yeah. What was the song that Nikki? Sang? Strawberry Kisses, was it? Yeah, I, think so. <laughs> I think she did Strawberry Kisses at the opening ceremony. Yeah, yeah that's. I've yeah, that... been missing your strawberry kisses. It's nothing as we the taste of Question number 10. Which author <laughs> links the novels Swan's Way, Time Regained, and The Fugitive? Great Links film, The Fugitive. Them. You'd like that one, Jeff Harrison Ford. Yeah, no, I um, I actually travelled to Armidale to see that. Mm. Um, not specifically for the film. We were there for the Armidale Agricultural Show. Um, and I remember it was it was a bad year. I think it must have been, what, 80, 88 or 89 or something around then. It was... Um, Irrelevant? Could have been later maybe. But it, I remember it was a bit... It was fairly dry on the ground. Yeah. And uh, the scene where where there's the, the waterfall and such, 
Yeah. Um, that really did. Um, that really did bring a, a tear to my eye just to see just that. Just the water. Vol- the, oh, the volume of water. The volume yeah. of water. Yeah. But the author of the original novel. Um, that is the question. It's really yeah. hard for me to pin down if they weren't born in New England or related through marriage in some way to someone from New England. I mean, it may not even, we may, I don't know if it's actually an adaption of this book that went to The Fugitive, but so the question itself, I guess, which author links novels Swan's Way, Time Regained and The Fugitive? I have no idea and I can't even think of authors. Lockin Dan Brown. Yes, I reckon it's probably Dan Brown. He's done a lot, hasn't he? He's written a lot, hasn't he? Very prolific. My mum loves Dan Brown. Yeah. I guess the thing about Dan Brown, though, is that we do know the names of most of his books, don't we? Oh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, okay. No, all right. We do. (laughs) Throwing a spanner in the works there, Kyron, haven't you? Do you have any ideas, Kyron? You haven't really been lifting your weight here, have you, answering any of these questions? (laughs) You're not helping. Yeah, I tend to just ask the questions. I guess I could lead you um, down a a path, I guess. Um, Is it Marcel Proust? Uh, I reckon it's probably Marcel Proust. Could be Proust, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they sound like classic Prousts. I think it's the Proust, though, isn't it? Proust? Proust. I wonder if it's (laughs) You're adopting my accent a bit there, Jess. I'm, I'm, I'm a real mimic. Sorry about that. Is it is it Tom Clancy? That's the fellow I'm thinking of. Yeah, Tom Clancy. Yeah, he did like um, was that Hunt for Red October and all that? Was that Clancy? Hunt for Red October and um, Hunt for Red January and Hunt for yeah. Blue March? <laughs> Wilbur Smith. Wilbur Smith's done a lot. Yes, yep. my mum likes a bit of Wilbur Smith as well. Yeah, but I reckon I might. I reckon something that Kyron said really, yeah. really stuck with me. I think, and it, it, Dan Brown was it? Yes, yeah, set off a bit of a light bulb for me. So I think I'll just this once. Just, yeah. I'll go with what Kyron said, okay. and I'll say Marcel say Proust. Proust. Yeah, okay, interesting. All right, happy to lock that in. That's ten <laughs> questions. How do we feel like we did, Jeff? Are you optimistic about your scores today? Look, I always say go into it with a with a belly full of hope. And you'll come out of it with a shit of dreams. Belly of hope, shit of dreams. There's another saying for your uh, for your toilet door, Nancy. How do you feel like uh, we went today in the scores? What are you hoping for out of 10? I'm going for a 10 out of 10 because at the CWA, if you get anything less than a 10 out of 10, you 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 bloody, you, you put it on the ground, you spit on it, mm-hmm. set it on fire, mm. stomp on it yep. and start again. Mm. May as well not have shown up. Wow. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Okay, well. Did you learn that from the bedroom? I don't know what you're referring to there. Your sex life. <laughs> Kyron, my goodness. I would never. It's just, it, it, I mean, it has come up. I mean, it's come up. It's come up a little bit, hasn't it? I mean, Terry was when you on make before a wet talking scone. about. Yeah. When you make a wet scone and it's too moist. You spit on it to make it more moist. Spit on it, set it on fire, stomp mm. it out, yep. put Start it in the again. bin. Start yep. again. I like my scones like I like my men dry. <laughs> it's a shame that doesn't rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> like my scones like I like my men dry. Yeah, so I tried <laughs> it again. I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't find the rhyme. Yeah. 
That's all right. Uh, Jess, are you as optimistic as your brains trust? I don't think there's a there's a 10 in our future. So I'm looking forward to um, taking this podcast, spitting on it, setting it on fire and starting Spend, again. Stomping on it and starting again. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's have a look, see how we did. Question number one was, which song recorded by Bette Midler won Song of the Year at the 33rd Grammy Awards in 1991? You said Wind Beneath My Wings, but the answer was From a Distance. Ah, from a distance there. Didn't catch that second line there. What was that? Question Question number two. In which joint do the humorous Ulna and Radius meet? You said elbow. The answer was elbow. Yes. That's one for us. Question number three. Edward Stratemeyer created which fictional teenage detective in 1930? You said Pippi Longstocking, but the answer was Nancy Drew. Oh, that makes, Nancy that makes a lot more sense because yeah. she's a teenage detective. Yeah. Yeah. Nancy, yeah. I thought you might have known that one given it's a namesake of sorts. No, I wasn't named after a teenage detective. I was named after a local cow. Question number four. The acronym STEM is used to group which academic disciplines? You said science, technology, engineering, maths, and the answer is science, technology, engineering, and maths. Oh, that's another Yay. one for us. Doing well. Question five. A flagelle uh, belongs to which family of musical instruments? You said woodwind, and that's correct. Oh, yes. Hey. Well done, Jessica. Question number oh. six. Which 1984 film stars Daryl Hannah and Tom Hanks? Oh, Nance, come on. What did you say again, Nance? Splash. You'd be correct. Yes, hey. Nance. Question number seven. Andrew Cuomo is the governor of which US state? After much deliberations and some real deep thinking, from Jeff, you locked in Oregon, and the answer is New York. Mm. I really well, talked you out of that one, Jeff. <laughs> it did seem and, like you knew, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. it did. Yeah. Well, I was, yeah, it did, definitely. I thought like I was getting a bit of a clue there when you started giving me hints about what I would name a state oh, in yeah. the West. I, was, I just thought, I thought you had it in you, and I was just trying to eke it out. No, you did well, Kyron. We both did well. And the lesson is never to back... Never back a dark horse. <laughs> Question number eight. Is a genet a type of bird, mammal or fish? Based on Nance's head dunking in the local dams, you said fish. But the answer's mammal. Ah, what's a genet? Genet. I don't know, hmm. something to oh, Google look, what's later. What's the difference between a mammal and a fish? Come on you're now, right. they're being yeah. silly with this one. Question We're number all nine. living creatures, yeah, you're right. Kathy Freeman won a gold medal at the Sydney Olympics wearing a full bodysuit. What colour was the suit's torso? You said silver, and the answer is silver. <laughs> and the last question here, which author links the novel Swan's Way, Time Regained and The Fugitive? Uh, you randomly locked in Marcel Proust, and the answer is Marcel Proust. Yes. We got it! <laughs> Giving you six out of ten, equal second best ever in Wax Quizzical. Get out of town. Look at that. Wow. Well, it's all well done, Jess. It's all because I had well the done, best Jess. brains trust. <laughs> well, Harry, I led you astray as Harry, much as I led you on six. track, I have to say. Yeah. I <laughs> we guess got six. You, you did have the... We um, got six. <laughs> The benefit. Harry, we got six. You did have the benefit of having three people on your brains trust. Yes, that's true. Yeah, or um, well, four, including me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> That's right. Um, Nance, could you thank Terry for us? I know he's probably busy at the moment, but thank him yeah. for me What as is well, Terry up to right now? I, I have just popped back on quickly. Nance oh. just called me and said you got sick, so I wanted to say congratulations. That's a, that's oh. a wonderful a wonderful achievement for you all. Yep. Um, I've, I'm actually got my pants around my ankles. I was just on the tort. Um <laughs> But I, I did want to just waddle out quickly and let you know I think six is an admirable score. So well done, everyone. Thanks very much, Terry. Thanks, Terry. Um, we'll leave you to your whips and your photography. It is. We are recording this on a Tuesday, so enjoy Castaway tonight. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I think um, I think we've got some lovely baked goods uh, to have to have with that and, um, and we're going to have a bit of a snuggle and um, we do a bit of a – Nance calls me Wilson – and um, I float away down the hall. Yes. She cries a bit, sheds right. a tear, and we spend the night in separate beds. <laughs> you you, you got to have fun, don't you? Don't you, Nancy? You know? Yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's, you're talking to Terry, Nancy's. She's on the, the top now. She's on the top When you do look so similar. But. Um, <laughs> If 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 you ever um, get sick of Castaway, and I know that's a pretty foreign concept, but would you ever consider watching The Kings, the Drag Kings show live at Giant Dwarf, which is available to stream online? I think the Drag Kings are wonderful um, and I think it's great. You can stream it online for a very cheap price too. So that, <laughs> that happens once a month, doesn't it, Karen? Yeah, I think it does and it's led by... Uh, uh, Laura Hart uh, in in the character of Big Rod. Yes, yeah, that's correct. Uh, Laura's fantastic. She's got some real skill with her mm. characters, especially her voice work. It's just yeah. <laughs> yes. you're transported to a different place, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, and her hair's looking good at the moment too. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All right. Well, Nancy's finished on the tour, so I'm going to go. Everyone, <laughs> thank you, thank you for that. Um, Thanks, I'll Terry. finish my game of solitaire when I'm done there. All thanks. right. And thanks Jeff, too. thanks for um, lending us your time. I know that you've got a lot of work to do as the president of the Friends of New England up there. You know, you got to make time for a bit of a bit of trivia, test the old grey matter, as it were. Mm. And it was nice to reminisce on some of those um, some of those good to- tales of New England. You've got the cinema up there in New England. Do you have any comedy clubs up there, or a local improv scene by chance? Uh, not too much. No, uh, we've had we've had some visiting improvisers come through. Certainly, uh, perform the Glen Innes and things. I get yeah. along there. It's oh, good yeah? to support support the arts. I yeah. imagine. I think Carlo Ritchie's from New England. I imagine he might have been through once or twice. He is. He's from Glen Innes. He came up once and had a roaring crowd there at the Chapel Cinema. Nearly sold the place out. He was four tickets shy. Second time he came up, he had twelve. And um, <laughs> so I don't know if his star's waning in New England, but I certainly am following his career, you know. Well, Jeff, thanks for joining us. And congratulations on such a high score, Jess. That's actually, that's so rare. So <laughs> so it was enjoyable. Lots of guessing and it, it proves to work. I don't know how. <laughs> um, if people shove do go on into the podcast app that they're in right now, they're likely to stumble across your pod, aren't they? Yep, they'll find us, and we've got over 250 episodes. Good Lord. Bloody hell. Which is a lot. Remember, um, remember those times when you used to tour the world with the podcast? Yeah, we're supposed to be on tour in a couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's all right. Well, I'm sure we'll hit the road again in, yep. I don't know, 2040. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you can listen to the podcast, or if you're up in the middle of the night, you can listen to yep. me on Triple J once a week, try and figure out what day. Yeah. <laughs> it changes. <laughs> That's it for Wax Quizical this week. Thank you very much. Goodbye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.